welcome to Hell You Talk About the podcast with Gina, John, and Michelle. And this is the birthday month issue episode. Anything you want to call it, it's me. It's me featuring John and Gina. Okay, so welcome to my show. Why are you so loud? Why are you so loud? It's a celebration. Thank y'all for coming and um chilling with me on my show. Man, turn your throat down, please. <laughs> Jesus. Turn it. Hey, friends. What's, what y'all got going huh? on? I'm cold. I'm cold in my place. It's cold as fuck up here. And I don't know what to do with myself. Sit down somewhere. Uh, bomber jacket. <laughs> I do not want to pull my coat out, but y'all know I will. I will in a minute. And motherfucker be on the street looking at me like this nigga is crazy. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> like I do not like being cold. Like I hate it. Hate you like it. being hot? I like a good temperature. I'm a March baby. Okay. Bobby, you a whole old person. You've officially hit that state. You know how you go to old people's house? I like a good temperature. Hot? That shit is always hot. That's you. You're the old person whose house is hot as hell, 365. You know what else is always hot, y'all, bro? How about that? That's fine. Dog. Your daddy like it when it's hot and wet. <laughs> he probably do with his stinking ass. <laughs> I do not like to be cold. I, I have to agree. I do right. not like to be cold. Gina in a whole weighted blanket and she talking shit. Shut up, girl. Sleep in a weighted blanket in cold conditions. It's cold, mofo. Did you not just hear me? I like cold. I like I I create the cold condition. Yeah, because you're you. Xavier, he likes to be cold too. If he could, he could. He would sleep in the freezer. I know he's <laughs> suffering in no. that house. Then I know no. he is suffering. Mm-hmm. Man, please. That's sad. Off, okay. You know what, John? I wish you a partner who loves the Arctic. Mm. And they gonna have to deal <laughs> with this moderate temperature. No, because be it's easier cold. to keep cool than it is. It, it's easier to keep warm when it's cold than to keep cool when it's hot. Because that fan don't do shit. Gina, <laughs> guess what? I'm done. Okay, <laughs> so it's gonna be my way or no way. All right, all right. Then. What's up, y'all? Y'all ready for these hell mail questions? I'm sure. ready. I can say, are you not? I'm <laughs> I'm okay. Ready. I'm, I'm okay. Ready. It's October. I, I will read it. Okay, okay. First question. We don't need month. your dialogue. We don't need it. We good. <laughs> hey, hey, you want to be a science you and look all your drama. First question <laughs> comes from Larry. This dude named Larry. Okay, so Larry says, Hello, good folks. Congrats on the one year. Question for you. With less than three months left in this year, what is one thing that you want to do to make this year complete and why? That is a very good question. And I would like to have a very good answer. And it's actually something that I've been thinking about and I've yet to get in there. Something that I want to complete, the healing that is required of me in this this 
this era of my life right now. I'm not one for, I don't, I'm tired of repeating. That was when I was young. I'm an old hand now. I want to learn all the lessons I'm supposed to learn right now. Cause I'm not doing this dumb shit again. Ghetto ass life. Ooh. Right. <laughs> Come through project shit. She don't want to be project no more. Uh, so she gonna end it. And I love it. Um, I can't say because my wheel of fortune is turning. So whatever needs to end is going to end and I'm just going to step on in to the new. So I can't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I'm just going with the motions. I'm just I mean I'm just going with the motions and I'm in the moment. So I don't know what I want to complete or what have you. I just know um I'm just gonna start into the new. And the new starts for me in October. So that's good. I don't have to wait to January first. That's what's up. That's what's up. I think for me, um, shit, I really, what I really want to complete is this union process. Y'all too know it's been a, a, a major process for me. Um, I don't really tell it to y'all, but it really has kept me up at night because I'm like, this is something that I really, really want to do. What else, what else the fuck am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not finna go substitute teaching or what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not doing shit like that, like that most people would do or can do, I don't have those skills, you know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like this is what's next for me. So I just want to complete that. And um, I had, a, I got another opportunity, but I needed a letter of recommendation. I told you about this, um, Michelle, and I reached out to a former employer and they, um, they didn't give it to me. They didn't feel comfortable giving it to me because they hadn't lo- known me that long. And I was upset, <laughs> very upset at first, but then I realized like, this black woman don't owe me shit. So, hey, we just got to keep it moving and I'll just go another route. So okay. that's what I want to do. I want to complete that, um, this union journey and be done with it. So at the top of the year, I'm on somebody's beach chilling with my bank account fat. Dude, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, John. Oh, okay, go ahead. Well, you already went, Jenna? Uh-huh. Okay, let me ask you this, John. Is it always with the process of the union like, have you ran into other people who is it's just like really difficult? Because this thing, like, it's this process is really time consuming. Um, black people, yes. White people, mm-hmm. no. The white person that gave me the the blueprint, remember I told y'all, he gave me like everything that I need to do. He was like, I mean, if they'll take me, they'll take you. Like, like this is what he's saying. Like he, like, I have no, like I had no kind of background. But again, he's white. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like. Like, that really plays up. Like, I'm not being funny. And I don't think that, like, oh, woe is me because I'm black because I know I'm the shit because I'm black. But I do know where we are in the world in terms of getting jobs. You know what I'm saying? And they will always get a job before we will. So I, as a black man, have to realize, like, that's not a shot against me. That's just the way of the world. And sometimes I take it as a shot against me. You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't I, you know, like, so... It's it just a lot comes with that, and it's hard. It's really, really hard. Being a creative and trying to work in those spaces is very hard. So I commend anybody that can do it. Sounds good. It's interesting how he just he just 
that that white man just gave you he just gave you the information and then somebody like you denied you yeah that's, that's mm-hmm. the everyday struggle i think yeah within mm-hmm. our culture it is but you know it is what it is um so next question from let's say Lauren. Um, okay, Michelle, you're gonna like this one. It's Halloween season. I love Halloween movies during this time, especially Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> Fuck that. I do not watch that. This is Joey. Okay. I've been thinking about um this. If you all could recreate any scary movie today and insert yourself into it, what would it be? Who would you be and would you survive? Yeah. <laughs> Michelle, you go first. This y'all line. Um, well, Halloween five, that's my favorite movie during this time of year. It's Revenge of Michael Myers. And it's crazy because <laughs> <laughs> when I was little, I used to act like somebody was chasing me and I would fall and <laughs> just be pulling my body with my arms. <laughs> and <laughs> I used to, I, I'm telling y'all, I used to play like that all the time, like somebody was chasing me and I fall and I was just dragging myself, dragging oh my myself. God. If you can see me like over in Central Villa Apartments, like <laughs> the apartments are, a set of apartments are in a square and in that square, it's like a whole bunch of trees and hay. It, it's just like an open field. Yeah. They're back there falling and crawling. Falling <laughs> and crawling. So Halloween <laughs> 5, um, Michael Myers' revenge. Yeah, of course I would survive, but it's just, it's just the excitement of it. It is, I just love it. Yeah, I think I would be. Um, yeah, I would have to insert myself in Nightmare on Elm Street Three, baby. Dream Warriors. You know that's my favorite movie, and I would have to bump <laughs> Patricia Arquette out of the main character. And I, of course, will, will live, but I'll be able to control shit with my dreams, baby. You went back and do shit to me, Freddy Ho. Who the fuck are you, nine <laughs> finger, bitch? So, yeah, I definitely will be all up through that thing. Um, I would do, <laughs> I would do the Squid Games. Why are you playing? People don't act like that's not a scary movie. That ain't that that shit. That TV show ain't got shit on real life capitalism. I would do the Squid Game, and I would get all that motherfucking money at the end because I'd be willing to let anybody die but myself. Let me let me say something about that, Gina. Because <laughs> when you say that that is scary, it's it's so traumatic mm-hmm. because. If you sitting up here, and I know, I know how to, you know, use a um a needle, a sewing needle, right? Mm-hmm. And to try to chip away at a cookie, a honey, <laughs> whatever, so it won't break. But to constantly hear gunshots mm. going off <laughs> in the same room that you are in while you are trying to concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see how you can survive that from the trauma of the gunshot being so close alone. You know what I mean? Mm. I'd be ready. My, my, my. So I sure would. I, sure I have would. a heart attack in there and, and be done fell on my damn cookie. Yikes. Dead. <laughs> <Ba-da-ba-ba>. <laughs> 
dead. You know, it's a um, it's a restaurant in Abu Dhabi that I don't I don't know how they do the things they do, but they have a Squid Games restaurant. They bring you out. They come to you with a little card that has a square, a triangle, and a circle on it, and you place your order on it, and they bring you out like the little the little honeycomb and everything. The shit is crazy. They it made me miss it. They're so inventive. Probably because it's not a lot of oppression there, but go off. Okay. Right. What next, John? That's it. Well, thank y'all for y'all questions. Hey, you talking about now at gmail.com. Make sure you write in. We'll read them aloud. (coughs) Gina, you got the flow, girl. Speaking of squid games and capitalism, um, have you all seen like all the job openings and hiring signs posted everywhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have y'all heard of anybody trying, um, anybody getting hired? Mm-mm. Right. Yeah. How is it that it's all these signs, but no one is getting hired? And I've been looking into this because you see it everywhere and everybody is like, everybody is hiring, everybody is hiring. Well, why is why aren't people getting the jobs? So I saw this one guy who applied to 36 jobs, right? Mm-hmm. That said they were hiring. Only two people called him back. And one was just a follow-up. And the other one was just like, uh, what you hit us up for? Like, oh. what y'all, y'all hiring though. So that's a little odd. And what I think is that because the people who are at work are being overworked now because they don't have enough people, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel that companies are like, we're getting shit done still without having to hire the people that we normally would have hired, the, the people that normally would have been there pre-pandemic. So let's put higher signs in the window, you know, so it can look like we're trying to hire somebody. So employees will think we're trying to hire somebody to relieve them. But let's not because we still making money whether we hire people or not, right? Right. And that's super fucked up. And that leads me to labor. Well, one thing that's co- that's good that's coming out of this, because there is a labor shortage going on, they are starting to eliminate drug testing requirements. Oh, yeah. And that is going to help a lot of black and brown people and erase the stigma that just because you do drugs doesn't mean that you can't do a job. Hell, half the time you do the drugs because of the job. So why isn't wine, all these motherfucking wino, it's cute to be a wino. And all of these people have jobs. So why is it not, why is it okay for you to be an alcoholic, but not for you to do um do mushrooms or snort a line or um smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> not snort a line. <laughs> you know? Uh, pop a pop a perk or something like that. You may not want to pop a perk at the job, down to the job, because then you won't be able to do your job. But because of these people who are still left on the job and their poor working conditions, there is something going on called Strike Tober. Mm-hmm. So in the year 2021, there have been 185 strikes across the country. And in October alone, there are 40 strikes that have happened, will happen, and are currently happening, right? 
So you got company, everybody knows about, you know, um, a few companies, but you got Kellogg, you got Nabisco, you have, I want to say American Airlines, but definitely airlines, some nurses. And when I say nurses, I'm talking about across the United States. And these aren't the, I'm not getting the vaccine. Not those nurses. These are, <laughs> you all are overworking us. You're giving us more, more patient to nurse ratio. Uh, you're giving us more patients than we're supposed to be able to handle. You're making us work longer hours. Like these nurses are like striking for Kaiser Permanente. Is it even Kaiser Permanente? I don't know why I say Permanente. It feels that's wrong. That's what it is. Kaiser Yeah, that's what it is. Permanente. Yeah. It feels um, anti- It's ghetto, but that's what it is. <laughs> um, and you have um, some, a company called Bakery Confectionery. I guess that's the, pay, uh, the, the union for people who work for places like Nabisco and Nature's Own and Lil' Debbie and all of these conglomerates. Um, tobacco Workers and Grain Millers International Union. International. Okay? Across the world. Um, you got Netflix, of course. I said Nabisco. The International Alliance of Theaters and Stage yeah. Employees and Frito-Lay. Amongst other things, right? Amongst other people, you got teachers and janitors for um, these different companies, for airlines. Everybody is striking, right? And so I want to talk about Alec Baldwin. John, you asked me, was I going to talk about that? Did I say yeah or no? Um, it don't matter because you just said you do. Right. So, hey. <laughs> so Alec Baldwin um, shot the assistant director and that that woman is dead and injured the director um they're filming a western in new mexico and he is understandably distraught because he wasn't facing another actor he was shooting at the camera because i guess that's the the scene what the scene called for to see him shooting the gun and so he ended up shooting i want to is it the the assistant creative director i don't know um but that person died. He is distraught, right? I, I when I think about it, it's crazy because I can see it in my head. Him pointing the gun at the camera and it going off and realizing that this person crumpled to the ground. Like I wouldn't set foot on a set for the rest of my fucking life, right? Mm. Now these um, stage workers and 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 pro- hairstylists, makeup artists, um, prop, all these different people, right? They, this alliance, they were going to work, walk out, but they struck a deal like last week. But there are some people who are like, fuck that and walking off the job. So that's the stage, union that I'm trying to get into. That's what I've been talking about. Right. So the movie that I think it's called Rust, the movie that he was working on, they walked off. All of the union workers walked off and they packed up all their shit and walked off. Boom, direct, boom, people, everything sound like everybody walked off. And so, of course, because capitalism and fuck what you got going on, they brought in non-union workers, right? Mm. Guess who fixed the prop gun? A Ooh. non-union worker. And that's and see see that's what I was just gonna say. I'm like, okay, because what happened? Because um, in today's times, 
Mm-hmm. We're not even using real bullets and stuff like that in guns on, on the movie set. You know what I mean? So it's like, what what happened? But them prop guns, like some of them prop guns are like real, like they are like real, real. And the little prop bullets are kind of like a rubber bullet. So like it can, if it's destroyed, like if it's discharged, like it can kill you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just, yeah, I would, I agree with them walking off. I, I think the shit should be shut all the way down. Like, the movie shouldn't cut, come out. Like, none of that. Like, someone lost their life, and another person, he was critically hurt. So, like, what, y'all just gonna keep it on, like, like back to basics? Like, come on That's now. what I'm saying. Like, what? Yeah. And I think a lot of people misconstrue the term injured or critically injured. Yeah. What is, like, people be like, oh, okay, they're hurt. They may not have an arm anymore. They right. may not have an eye anymore. They let their leg may have been amputated. So people hear the term critically injured or um injured and just think, oh, okay, they probably arm in a sling or something like that. No, some these people lose body parts sometimes, you know, and people really don't take that into account. But I did a little deep dive on like prop guns and stuff. Like John said, mm, prop, no. A prop is anything that an actor puts in their hand. It's still yeah. a gun. So it was a gun and it was a prop because an actor touched it, right? Like a cell phone. It's not a fake cell phone. It's a real cell phone, but it's a prop because an actor touched it. So they said with the blanks, they they the reason why they use the real guns because they want that pullback. They want that wrist mm-hmm. to um, cock back. They want to see the spray. And it's, it, it is gunpowder and stuff in there because they want that spark. Right. It, it's It's... Sometimes it's a, a a bullet in there, and um, it the shell is empty or something like that. Yeah. But that same gun miss not misfired, but fired by mistake. I forgot what it's called. Twice before that, and the union worker who was in charge of it was like, "This shit is not safe because there was a bullet stuck in the chamber." Oh yeah, oh, okay. and it, yeah. And it yeah, went off. I'm like, yeah. It, but if the person that I'm like, this sound like they was shot with a real bullet. Yeah. No, it wasn't a real bullet. It was the fact that yeah, it, it, it um it some it contained something. I I forgot what it was, but it wasn't a real bullet. But it was fragments in there that could have done damage. Yeah. And they, I mean, there are movies. First of all. I understand people need work, but you see what happens when you're not properly trained, when you're not a union worker and you go to a set, now someone is dead. Yeah. And you possibly could face jail time. Yeah. I just feel like with with big movies like that, like you can't, you know, of course it's it's good to get non-union workers. That's how non-union workers become union workers. They have to get hours and stuff like this. So I, you know, you can't say, you know, yeah. you can't get them, but like with big movies like that, like a non-union worker should not be responsible for nothing dealing with, you know what I'm saying? Cause they don't know. They may not know, you know, the ins and outs of the things to do. And now somebody is all the way dead. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is crazy. It's just it's crazy to me. And like the trauma behind it. Like all the people right. that started, you crazy. I would never want to work on another set again because you scared you finna die. You Baby, doing somebody makeup and you got your head on the ground. Right. Like that, that, no, no. Honey, I'll be down to the DMV. Number 836. <laughs> <next>. <laughs> Baby. So oh, another 
whole nother job. Because Alex Baldwin literally looked at the camera, pulled the trigger, and someone is dead. How do you get past that? Yeah. No way. No way. Um, and you know he had to know them personally. Like he, you know he yeah. Did, yeah. This oh was somebody God. he knew. Yeah. Very oh personal. That is. Oh, that just it makes me. It gives me chills. It makes me feel so bad. Um. It's a lot of other things I want to talk about, but of course, I don't want to take all this time. But I just want to mention the shout out to the students at Howard protesting. I am a product of an HBCU and they do falter, but Howard got too much motherfucking money to have dorms. It is October. And this girl showed a picture of her shit. It was covered in mold. It looked like somebody just blew cotton candy. You know how cotton candy, when you first doing it, is wispy? Mm-hmm. It's mold all on the back of her her um her her painting that she posted. It's mold all on, on her little lamp, her pens, her food. What the fuck kind of living conditions are you in? That from August to October, mold has formed on this shit that was just in there. They said mushrooms were going on the ceiling shopping. That's how disgusting. Like how the fuck. Y'all are supposed to be the most prestigious HBCU in the land. Like, come on, are y'all kidding me? That that let me tell you something. Out of black elites, you still want that proximity to whiteness. Yeah. You still want <laughs> oh, that yeah. proximity white to the white oh, to whiteness. Yeah. And and you'll do it by any means necessary by seeing these. The top of the creme de la creme goes to Howard. And yeah. this is how you treat them. And then what you're gonna say, get housing off campus. In D.C.? The fuck? People in D.C. can't get housing. (laughs) How the fuck a college student and... and, Power, you have to do better. And they wish it's... it's, What is it, $50,000 a year? What I don't want to do is get off this podcast because you be fucking lying, John. So I'm not going to... I'm just that was part of my head you talking about, but you done did it, so that's good. I ain't got I'm just going to jump past $50,000 a year, baby. I'm just going to jump past that, because you a fucking liar, yo. I prime right hand to the man. Yeah, all right. Mm. Um, Steve Bannon, stupid ass, is defied a, a subpoena and thought that he was going to get executive privilege. He said Trump gave him executive privilege, and he might not have remembered, but Trump isn't president right now, you stupid old white bitch. And so <laughs> he said that he wasn't going to show up, and they promptly voted to hold him in contempt of court, and it passed the committee, it passed the House, and now it is on Mary Garland this. Don't be a pussy, Mary. Don't be a pussy. He needs to fine and he needs that year. Fuck what he got to give. We already know what the fuck going on. Y'all just want him there to confirm me. You already got documentation, ho. That's how that shit work. So fuck all the pleasantries. Put his old decrepit ass in jail and be done with it. Um, Florida, that private school that said students who are vaccinated, you have to stay at home 30 days after each shot to protect the students who have not been vaccinated. You are a slow, backwards, white, (laughs) inbred piece of trash, you dumb idiots. You're going to make the ones who are vaccinated stay home? My money would stay home with my child, too. We're not paying no fucking tuition. You inbred bitches. I can't stand Florida. We market in California. They like, 
oh my God, the sales were booming for five years and now they're slowing down because those type of white people will always find a way to get their money back. Underground sales of weed are still popping, right? And so they're not making as much money as they thought they would. Oh, you thought by building a Starbucks type dispensary was going to get blacks to come in there to steal and, and instead of you think black people going to come to you instead of going to Junebug? You got it fucked up. But y'all want to throw money at white dispensaries instead of giving black people the opportunity to open them. No thanks. Suffer, bitches. Um, the we uh supply chain shortage. We ain't finna have shit. Not food, not gas, not paint, not cars, not materials, not a motherfucking thing. Because for all these people in America who are like, the virus isn't real. They're just trying to control you. Well, it's controlling a lot of rest of the world. And they motherfuckers couldn't go to the work to the down to the job. And because they couldn't go down to the job and we get most of our shit from other countries but our own, we don't have shit. All of the things that you like, born in America, that American flag that says made in China, that Trump 2024 uh, flag post that you want to put in your yard that's made in China, you can't have it, bitch. Dummy. And that's all I, I have. I have a say. question. Yes. Is this your hell you talking about or is your segment? <laughs> because you done went off like on four different things. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, okay, you got it. I had to get it out because I ain't want to take up too much of the people's times, but I wanted them to know what's going on. While marijuana purchase is still illegal in Georgia, Georgia, buy local. That's all I'm gonna say. Dispensary these nuts. Buy from your local neighborhood. What, let me say this: I'm not buying nothing in Atlanta because when you told me how much that stuff was for a ball, girl, buy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not buying it. Y'all smoking hella rocks. Half uh, of literally. Uphill, please. Literally. Literally. And now they get mad because they talk about the, the weed dispensaries want the FDA to regulate weed. And this is why we didn't want y'all to get a hold of shit. This is why we didn't want y'all to get a hold of shit because with the Food and Drug Administration, you want them to regulate it. You thought the Walking Dead had zombies. You can raise <laughs> <laughs> a whole new motherfucking crop. Watch that. Because if you talk to a stoner from the 60s, they yeah. will let you know they're, the weed that people are smoking now is nothing like the <laughs> shit mean. that they were smoking. And it, they say it's a lot more potent and it's really fucking people up. I want to smoke whatever Wiz Khalifa smokes, y'all. Honey, that you one puff and I'll be out house. all day. You, he you got a grow what? house somewhere. I trust people. I know. I'm sure he does. Who grow their own shit. Yeah. People mm -hmm. who grow their own shit. These these little bags that got Bart Simpson, Bart Simpson with his eyes <laughs> and shit like that. Y'all, what? <laughs> you a little dumb as fuck. Baby you mama OG, you and, and it's is 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 Mars bent over with a tight dress <laughs> with a tight dress on. Uh, I like my I like to get my weed in a glass jar, you know, or like in a pill a pill bottle thing, like with what it is on like real medication. I want my shit like that. Don't be giving me my shit and no fucking zip lock <laughs> that you get choosing. I don't want that. <laughs> or you didn't right. tore off some plastic from a motherfucking Walmart bag, draw that right. big thing and twisted it around. The fuck is this? So so like, so this is an eight. 
Get out of here. If you don't get these man. family dollar receipts out of the bottom of this bag, bitch, get out of here. That is so sad. That is what happened when men run an industry, okay? They just don't give right. a fuck just as long as you get it. Can you can you make it look pretty or something? You got this. Right, like, you can't give me no anything. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Hold I'm out like, your hand. Bitch, right. you just pull it in my hand like it's a popcorn? Cut it out. That's <laughs> all I got, y'all. We got to... We got to come back and see what the fuck John got going on. We'll be back. Be back. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Thank you, SJ. Want to start a podcast and don't know what the hell you're doing? Try Anchor. It's the easiest foolproof app that has functions to assist in creating the perfect podcast. Download the Anchor app and start recording. Anchor also streams your podcast to all listening platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Make your dream a reality through Anchor. We bet. Hey, listeners. <laughs> Michelle, swear she's taking over October. And you right. Over October. October is over. Oh, it's not. <laughs> You're in it. You're in it. Um, your name is not Michael Myers. Myers. If your Welcome name is not Michael show. Myers. Welcome right. back to John's segment. Um, what do you have to add, John, to my the Michael podcast? Myers October show? Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's a it's a few things I want to get y'all um insight on. So first up, um, yeah. So I don't know which one I want to start with. Okay, first up, so. Y'all know. <laughs> Me and Michelle both was like, honey. <laughs> I, had I had to get it. So, um, y'all know that um, one of Michelle's favorite artists in the world is Lil Bow Wow, right? No, baby. Oh. Don't, don't play still. <laughs> so, don't she made us, when we were little, y'all, she made us go to Lil Bow Wow concert to get front row seats. He had on top of his shirt. So anyway, Bow Wow done got on in there, y'all, and um, went off and then uh, snapped on everybody on the tour's house. So this my motherfucking tour. These niggas opening up for me. But you talking about like I'm the one packing these seats. And so my my thing be like, nigga, don't nobody even listen to you like any other like at all. Nothing that you pump out after what was that um bounce with me ain't nobody bought that shit so like you need to be happy that motherfuckers is listening to you now and he's mad because omarion is getting a lot of a lot of um praise because of his omarion dumb ass challenge like that shit is stupid too but a lot of people be doing it and he's getting a lot of you know flat for it well not flat but a lot of attention for it what's the omarion challenge like a dance challenge it's a little stupid dance that everybody is doing it's really dumb don't do that, Michelle. It's really dumb. It's really dumb. Dumb, dumb. Um, but when in looking up this, I found out, did y'all know that Bawa had a whole son that he was not claiming? That he originally claimed when he, the girl had him. The girl name is Stone Cannon. He originally claimed her, and then when the girl started being shady to him, he was like, that's not his baby. But she did a whole fraternity test, and this nigga is 
all the way to daddy. And so a lot of people ask him, like, well, you don't never talk about your son and stuff like that. And he was like, well, I only have one child. The only child I'm repping is, um, what's the girl's name? The Shy. only child I'm repping? This ain't no motherfucking sports team. It's all that's, human. That's what I was about, like. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so my question for y'all, the only child I'm, I'm repping. So in the event that a man has a baby with a girl or whatever, and it doesn't work out, or any event that they're together and he, you know, they just fucking whatever, and he don't want the baby and it doesn't work out, and she decides to have the baby anyway, like, is it wrong for him not to claim the baby if he didn't want it? Yes. Yes, and I say that because... Yeah. You can't get mad because your own pappy didn't choose you. It's time uh, and that's to break what I was that gonna cycle. Say, those issues stem back between him and his own dad. That's yeah. all that that is. That's yeah. all that that is. You got to stop that. You have to stop it. It's a lot of shit that people don't want to do. But they, they're, they're obligated to do. And who are you to just say, oh, I have a whole human that carries half of my DNA, but I don't really like their mama like that. I ain't even want them here. Don't nobody care. That's still that's, your responsibility. Right, it's, it's still your responsibility. Now, I can see if it was no proof. Oh, that's not my child. I, that's, you know, I, that's not my child because it's no proof that that is not my child. But once it is proof, then you're going to have to do something. You just can't be like, oh, and a lot of people don't do that. That's why we have a lot of issues. But at his status, at his, no, you no, you have to think, you have to think smarter. Yeah, I never thought about that, too, because, like, a, what I find is a lot of black men, like, if they do end up getting um women pregnant and it's a, a little boy, they tend to not show up for the little boy more so than the little girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. a lot of times it'd be like, I feel that you you just looking at yourself and you don't want to deal with yourself. Like, <laughs> that's not that baby's fault. You know what I'm saying? That no you don't see the in their mama. Like, because, like, I know a lot of instances, we all know, actually, of, uh, like, a dude is, he got a whole family somewhere else, but then birthed a baby with someone that ended up being a boy, and he is not in their life at all. And I think that is the worst thing that you could possibly do. And you're going to burn the hill. I just really feel like you're going to burn the hill. You and, said you know somebody like that? Yeah. Yeah. And just don't want to be in the boy life? Yeah. And what was? I, I know two people like that. What's the reason? Mm. And I that's really, it. go ahead, Gina. I was gonna say I really be wanting to know, like, what, what is, what is the, what goes into the decision making of this? They are All looking the at themselves. They are looking at, I, like, they're looking at themselves. Whatever trauma that they have or that they remember from growing up as a little boy, that's what they see in this little baby or whatever case may be. Now, that's still selfish as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But, like, all we do is live in trauma as black people. That's all we do. And that's what I was going to say. That Now, that situation with um, Bow Wow and, like, his daddy, even now, I don't think because um, he's had some situations and it's been on TV where he had encounters with his dad and it's still, it just, it still wasn't good. But yeah. I guess as his son, he's so, he's still so hurt 
buy it and that's that's understandable but when you when you say when you claiming the baby in the beginning and then something happens when you're in the mom and you don't you're like i'm not you you saying it's live where yeah. everybody in the world can hear you oh i'm not repping this baby you're continuing the same cycle like but he has the ability to change it because of his status now mm -hmm. for up uh, you know like by while don't don't get it twisted now he he is a celebrity you know we might not be checking for him but he does yeah. have a fan base he does have money his <laughs> mom she's very she's a very successful black woman so don't continue the cycle you know what i mean if you don't have to take care of him in public but do whatever you need to do to make sure that he is secure in his life. And as a mother, I would beat my kid ass to know that my kid has a kid out here and you saw how fucking hard I struggle. And then you're going to turn and do this same shit that your daddy did to you to somebody else. You're good. You know what? That kid won't have a father because I'm going to kill you. OK, that's not I happening over here. But what I think with that is when you are the mother of, uh, in my opinion, when you are the mother of a, of a celebrity, you don't look at them as your child anymore. Do you look at them as a chick? I really do believe that. I really what do. What about believe the broke bitches now that's doing it? That ain't nobody's important person. It's too, it's too many mothers out here. And maybe just because I don't have kids and I'm on the outside looking in, but it's to the, the way that mothers, are with their sons madam this is not your man but when did you learn like when did you learn that that was like not right that what was not right like that when did you notice that the way that their relationship is that's not right this is not how this is supposed to go when did you learn that when I was dating somebody who mama was but up you were up in age you were up in age so yeah. like if you didn't learn it 20s. Yeah, because I grew up in a two parent home, so that wasn't my experience. And being friends with people who didn't grow up in a two parent home, I just I didn't think about that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, this they mama, they daddy not around, or this they daddy, they mama not around. That just is what it is. That's my friend. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about their parents because I'm I ain't got shit to do with that. I'm just their friend. You know what I'm saying? But you like that yeah. as a teenager. Yeah, I think I think what his mom, if his mom tells him, uh, I don't see her. I see her saying something like what you said, Gina. But at the end of the day, when it comes to them, I think she may say something to him and her words, they hold value. But at the same time, she, because he has been so successful, she just be like, OK, you're going to have to do what you want to do and you'll learn. You'll see. You know what I mean? I mm. think I think that's. It's, it's like that. I don't know. We just on the outside looking in. I mean, we don't know, but yeah. it's, it would not be smart for him to take that route, you know, because we we know the type of relationship that him and his own father has. Yeah. All right. So next up. <clears throat> um, Pissed off. <laughs> there's <laughs> McQuarrie and Sydney Starr hit a scandal this week. Did you guys hear about that? There's some crazy from um oh oh what was it ninety show eight was it ninety show 
Was it nine? Yeah, nineties. This granddaddy. I know. Nineties show founded about us and popular um, TV actress, trans star Sydney Star. They were in a photo shoot this week, and you know he was gripping ass, kissing in the mouth. You know it was no big deal. You know, hey, she's now, trans. Now wait a minute, I didn't know that happened. Oh, yeah. Kissing in the mouth and gripping ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Like it was nothing. And it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, like, niggas need to just say they trans track and it's be there. But he's he been open about his... That's um, what I'm saying. Yeah. That's where, like, it's really just over my head because this is not the first time that something like this has happened. But, okay. And so, the internet got wind of it and he was backtracking like a goddamn <laughs> football player out there, bitch. He didn't want no parts of it. He's talking about something. Why would I um why would I be in a relationship? Mm-hmm. He like, I have a whole wife. Him and his wife done did an interview. I didn't bother to watch the interview or whatever the case may be. Um, but oh. Oh, wow. I deny my thing is you can't deny, and he was like, they're just friends. And my th- it's two things. For one, you can't deny kissing someone in the mouth. You just can't deny that. Okay, maybe if you grip somebody on the butt, they could be like, you know, whatever. But like kissing somebody in the mouth, ton to ton, you you not denying it. And then two, like if this is your friend, she's getting a lot of backlash about this. Like it's a problem. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you been with this. Stop acting funny. Bobby Valentino got him a trans girl everywhere he go and don't kill you know what I'm saying? He do not give a fuck. So you need to be the same way, Darius McCreary. But how you got a whole wife and you tongue kissing anybody, any man, any woman else? How that you doing that? It's a game. <laughs> the shit is a game. The shit <laughs> is a game. Like, motherfuckers just be doing shit nowadays, y'all. Like, everybody is sexually repressed. They want to see so. what everything is. <laughs> I really do believe that because it's like it's, everything is in the forefront now. Like everything is in the forefront. So like, just chill out. If you like trans women, that is fine. Ain't nobody in the bed but y'all two. As long as you honest and start lying, fuck boy. <laughs> America <laughs> is probably the mo- one of the most sexually repressed nations. Like, when you go to other countries and you see what be on their t- like the the UK has a dating game show where you meet the person naked. Yeah. And they tried to do something like that in America, and I think it was on HBO. In yeah. the UK, that bitch is on like ABC. Yeah. Body parts galore. Where you meet the person's genitals before you meet their face. And you be like, okay, I like that puss or that pee looks I, I nice. I love it. I like that, but yeah, and it's, and <laughs> it's not like get a gay episode, a straight episode, a heterosexual episode, a bisexual episode. This shit is just all mixed in there. Like they don't give a fuck. America is the only country like that. Yeah, it, I don't know. Like I just, I'm all about being honest. Just be honest. Just be honest with the people involved. That's all I say. Honesty costs a lot, and that's why people don't want to pay. Mm-hmm. But then in the end, you got to end up being honest after a scandal. <laughs> so I'd rather be honest or afraid than deal with a fucking scandal. Why? Like, come on. You don't have to be honest in a scandal. You can continue lying, which is what we see happen. And but we know the masses know that you lying. The masses know that you like to get bent over, nigga. We know. 
We know. They don't like black women because they like boys. (laughs) 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 Um, So this, okay, last thought. I had some more stuff, but this, I just want to skip to this. So Charlize Theron is in the news, y'all, because you know she... Okay. Do, are you her PR person? Okay. You know, you know, they, you know, her name is Theron. Charlize Theron is in the news. Um, she has two black daughters, and um, she was doing the interview, and she said, you know, in the beginning of the interview, I was like, oh, okay. She's home. It takes a village you know, to help me raise these black girls. You know, like, I reach on a lot of African-American women to help me, you know, and reach, because, like, if their baby hairs is not in place, I know they're going to be like, girl, what's going on with their hair? Gina and Michelle. (laughs) I immediately got pissed. And I need y'all to tell me if I was jumping the gun, because that's the first thing you go to, white hoe, is baby hairs. It's no other black issues that you need black people for, like fucking uh, police brutality and like being a black woman in America. Goddamn anything dealing with black African-American issues, African-American history. But baby hairs is what you reach on people for. You stupid fucking bitch. I disagree. You disagree? Yeah. Yeah. How so? Because she didn't say anything wrong. She just was saying, I need help with my black daughter's hair. And so I reached out for, you know, reached out to black women for help about that. That doesn't mean that she's not, you know. Now, I don't fuck with her, but on the strength of that, she's a white South African. That's a whole, that's a whole nother subject. But I, that doesn't mean that she's not doing other things. I think that she was just talking about this situation. That's Again, what I was going to say. This situation. Yeah. That was this situation. Okay, 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 pause. This is what she exactly said then. Maybe, okay. I'm so thankful to the incredible village of strong black women in my life who I can pick up the phone to and they can come up to my house and they're like, you need to stop doing this. These baby hairs are breaking off. What are you doing? That is a problem for me. <laughs> okay, Michelle, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that that is the... um that seems like this was the situation at hand that they were talking about. That probably was the first thing that came to her mind. But at the end of the day, when it comes to black women and black girls, it's always about our appearance anyway. That's It's always a focus. So that's what it is. Now, she may have some black um, women friends, um, male friends, like her village. Her village may be African-American. And she goes to them for other stuff. Was it the right thing to be quoted on in the media probably not but at at the forefront that was her issue right then and there but it's it's gonna our appearance it's gonna always be a problem it's gonna out you know what i'm saying so that's that's probably what she focused on she you know she she herself she is the way the face of a beauty line a fragrance line you know so i can i can see her saying that but at the end of the day it don't matter because she a white lady raising black kids. It's like, I have my type of rules that I have for raising them, and I just get advice or opinions for what I don't know. 
Um, I think it's I think that was that she really missed the mark on that. I'm not I just really do. Out of everything that you can say and be quoted on, like their hair is the the least that shouldn't I don't even, I just feel like this shouldn't have been been a topic of anybody conversation. Charlize there is very problematic. She's had issues with Tia Mari, she has issues with Gabrielle Union, a lot of black women, you know what but I'm saying? So like she don't right, exactly. And that's my point. Like we didn't need to hear this story then because, bitch, we don't give a fuck about you at all. How about that? <laughs> like, that shit is dumb. That shit was dumb. I feel like that was a missed <laughs> moment to be a mother to black girls, like, teaching them, like, making sure that they baby hairs good. That was just dumb, I, in my I can, opinion. I can never have dumb. a missed moment. I'm I'm a whole white lady with two black children. What are you going to do? It's a You know what I'm saying? See, they That's be thinking like that. Yeah. It's an accessory. Um, yeah. Oh, she definitely uses them as an accessory. But I think that isolated comment, she just happened to be talking about that. Again, mm -hmm. I don't I fool don't. with white South Africans in I the don't. slightest. And she's one of them. So I don't have an issue with what she said. I think she was just, you know, talking about that situation. But she's very problematic when it comes to these black children that she elected to raise. Lord, I hope okay, all of those kids get the help that they need. The reprogramming, right. and that's the thing. Like, okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> last up, Billy Porter slams Harry Styles for the cover of Vogue. So Harry Styles is a member of One Direction, this little white group from the UK that don't about give a fuck about well white people, but hey, he's popular. So he's the first musician to grace the cover of Vogue and to be wearing a dress. Um, Billy Porter said, fuck no ho, I've been doing this. Like, the fuck is you saying? And um, he was like, I made the fashion industry respect me. I didn't um, ask for them to respect me. And he was like, how dare this white man be the face of Vogue when I've been doing this and they just now getting on it. Like, I created this. His words were, I personally changed the whole game. I was the first one doing this. I personally thought that Marsha Johnson was the first person to do it, who was quoted every time. Well, I never come out um, of drag anywhere I go. Every time I go out, I get dressed up. So that was the first person that I knew to be like non to um, focus on non-binary fashion. But Billy Porter, go on, sis, if that's what you think. That's the hill you going on to the top of? <laughs> <laughs> All the shit that's going on. Right, that's, that's what you upset about. But, but that's the way he'll bow while went up. So what right. do you do? But see, those are you see, I feel like that's the privilege of it. And he mm. really thinks that he's that's a white gay. He really thinks that he's a white gay. And they don't showed you no, we gonna put a straight motherfucking address on this um bold code we put your motherfucking black ass on here. How about <laughs> that? I don't give a fuck what you done did. And and but you still be trying to buy and be in a world. Like pick a side. Pick a side. Billy Porter. Billy Porter. You got on the internet with your white husband beside you as you typed yeah. out this message. Yes. About oh, yes. Harry Styles. Oh yes. Now that's that does not take away from the the outfits that he's come out in because they have been stunning. They've been amazing. But your white husband couldn't get you a spot on vote. Mm -hmm. I don't even think it's that. Like I just think it's. Or, we don't or have maybe to his always... husband hyped him up 
to say I, what he said. Probably. We don't have <laughs> like we already know what it is. I that's why I'm like, it's the privilege of it all. We already know what it is. CR, he should have known that he would never be the first like guy to be on vote just because he's gay and he's non-binary. Like he should have known that. But because he lives in a in a white gay world, he thought, oh no, I can get anything I want. You're still black, BP. You're still black. Proximity. You're still black. Proximity. You still black. So chill out, sir. Like it's it's a wrap. It's quiet for you. <laughs> like, for, real. <laughs> for real. Quiet. So, um, that's all I that's all I really had. Jenny, you hit some of my stories, so that was great. I didn't have to go there. Um, yeah. Sorry. Y'all want to take a quick break before we come back with Michelle and her mouth. My name is Michelle. Okay, Michelle. We'll be back. Okay, we'll be back. Hello, everyone, and welcome oh, back God. to Hayes Come Out the Podcast with Gina <laughs> Not <John>. this voice. <laughs> with Gina John and some girl named Michelle. What's up, Michelle? Yeah. Hey, hey, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank y'all for coming back and listening um, to me and my two special guests. So, um, <laughs> watch your mouth. Have y'all noticed that neither one of us pronounces <laughs> our names correctly? Except for mine. Like we say John and Michelle Michelle mm-hmm. instead of saying John and Michelle. My my name is Michelle. Um my mom spelled it on the little birth certificate application M E and the nurse changed it and told her she spelled it wrong after what? it had already been printed. Mm-hmm. Was she was she white? Mm-hmm. She still she was. She still mm-hmm. was young. Um, I don't think so because that we was in 1980. That was so long ago, girl. Yeah, she. And what like is John's name? John. 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 Who finna John. open it? Let me tell you something. I'm not opening John. my mouth that wide to say that. I don't. Talk- when I be like, they be like, what's y'all? I be like, John. Johnny. Daddy did not say John. I said John. You do look like a Jenny. Boy, I thought I'd be so quick when somebody called me John, Johnny or Jonathan. That ain't my name. Honey, ain't nobody call you Jonathan. Anyway. <laughs> People be calling anyway, me Anyway, um, I want to get into some mental health business. Mental health? Um, it is October. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but in May is mental health awareness month but i want to get into it because um my mother has been having um consecutive appointments at the va hospital and they have been very good she has been participating um so i don't i don't know if you all have people that you know that struggle or deal with mental health issues but i do so and it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And so when I sit in on the um appointment, the doctor appointments with my mom, 
like they're talking to her and they're just kind of, you know, trying to get information. They're asking her questions. Um, and if it's something that the doctor or the nurse do not understand, you know, they're like, well, can we ask your daughter or something like that? And so just a lot of stuff has a lot of information that has came about um, with me just listening to my mom. And right now she's not on her medication. And so um, they have to ask you about substance abuse. Mm-hmm. And one thing that stood out to me, uh, we I don't think we would be old enough to remember, but they're asking her, do you use, have you used in the past marijuana, um, cocaine, um, the the girl the uh, the nurse she was like heroin. My mom was like it's heroin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> baby, That's just, what I call it for this day, baby. Heroin. Yeah, she was like it's called heroin. That's what my mom <laughs> said. The lady asked her, um, have you used special K? Um, What's and that, that was a drug back in the eighties or what the seventies, eighty, what have you? And my mom was like, um, I don't, I don't eat cereal, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, this is what I have to go through. <laughs> Jen is an idiot. When I am <laughs> sitting here, um, in this appointment, you know, with my mom <laughs> and the baby, like. I love Missy Lane so much. That's why it's funny that I can laugh because I know her and I love her so much. Like, oh my god! I mean, it, but it is it, it. And when she says it, it's like she is so serious, but right. it does come off as humor. Right, you know, right, it right. comes off humorous. Um, they ask her, "Are you single, divorced, um, widow?" You know, she's like, "Well, what do the papers say?" Because whatever the paper say, that's what it is. Oh and so God. I said, well, mom, are you still married? And she said, yes. I said, well, where's your husband? She was like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's, it's, it's just, um, it is a task. Um, she told them, they said, where, where were you born? She said she was born overseas in Wyoming. You know, so it's just like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. get the medication started. Help me out. <laughs> Let's go. So, um, but I, I, I definitely appreciate um, that she is participating um, this time around because um, a couple of years ago she would she would not have done it. It would have been such a struggle. And to say all that, I want to say, um, you guys, if you need help. You need to ask for help because nobody can read your mind. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, someone may say no, but someone may say yes. But if you don't, if you don't say anything, nobody will know. Nobody can read your mind. Uh, if you see somebody struggling with something and they need help, it could be help with a, a pulling a suitcase up the steps. You know what I'm saying? Put yourself in a position to help somebody. You know, they may accept it. They may not. But do that for yourself because one day you're going to need somebody to help you somewhere in your life. Okay? You will need somebody to help you. It's it's a boomerang effect. Whatever you put out there is whatever you get back. And so I felt like I need to say that. If you need help, get the help. Ask for help. Um, 
if you see somebody that needs help, ask for help. Now we are in a family, um, my family, my cousins and my aunts, we have a family group text message or whatever, text message group. And so, you know, we just in here chopping it up. You know, I got some cousins staying in Florida. My aunt stays in Illinois. Um, a lot of family members staying around Georgia. So we just, hey, how you doing? Good morning. Have a beautiful day. We're just being really, really positive. So, um, and you know how I feel about my uncles. So I say this. Um, my mama little brother, he came inside the chat. And he was like, hey, how y'all doing, family? I need somebody to um co-sign for me. Mm. And I just say, if you need help, ask for help. But make <laughs> it make sense, y'all. Make, make it make sense. If you know everybody on this group chat is people you don't even talk to, uh, co-signing for somebody is very personal. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. So just I'm just putting that out there because when he sent the text. Uh, people started having other conversations in the text. <laughs> like, where can I go get my dog food from? Um, you know, what is the weather like? You know, they really started going around in circles over, you know, um, his question. But eventually, somebody did answer him. They gave him advice on what um he needed to do at the bank. They gave him advice on how he can get his credit in order so he won't have to ask for a co-signer. All of that stuff. Um, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. You know, try to make stuff that comes out of your mouth helpful. Um, Because it took everything out of me. Like it, it almost ripped me open to not be like, hey, who you talking to on this thread? You ain't talking to me. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I know you ain't asking me to co-sign for you. I could have went all up through there, but I didn't. You know, I didn't. I didn't say nothing. But what I did say was, it took courage for you to come on this um this group and ask for help, even though it was ignored. But you did ask, so kudos to you. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> So the student government um, association at um, my oldest son's school, they said this, and this is a group of students. So, you know, like the SGA or what have you, um, they have started this thing called lost learning. Mm -hmm. um, Gina, do y'all have that? Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. Mm. kids have not lost learning what they have lost is societal norms they don't know how to act they have the same capability that they've always had they've had this they have the same capacity to learn that they've always had what they don't have is the social and emotional capability they do not have the ability to sit down for hours at a time and learn which i think is a great thing because we really need to look at how school is ran because the school model that we're going through now was in the was introduced in the industrial revolution days to get people used to being in a certain place for eight hours at a time so that when you came out you could be a worker for rich people 
Right. That is fucking insane. So with that being said, so you so you've heard about the lost learning. Yeah, that's that was the buzzword, but um Okay. Yeah. And so Buzzy. From yeah, so from what I gathered from it or whatever, I think it's something that is very good because what what the um what the school was saying was they were trying to work to create partnerships and collaborate with mental health professionals, um inside bringing them inside the school so they can help the students. But at this particular at this particular school, like the students, they actually had a meeting on it. And talking about, you know, the issues that they face, like Gina was saying, the societal, emotional, whatever mm -hmm. you got going on. Mm -hmm. And so what I wanted to say about that is I think that is a good thing. But also, if you have um, children that attend school, you have to help them at home. You just can't send your child to school thinking that this instructor or this administrator have everything that your child is supposed to get. Right. It starts off when the child wakes up in the morning. You see what I'm saying? And do. Yeah, it, it, it starts off with that, helping them get their, their mental before they get in this building with all of this, all of these other energies. You know what I'm saying? Um, because the, the teachers and the administrators, they, they can't do it all. So the crazy part about it is what, when I read like the little memo, it was saying that it was focusing on the students, but it's, it's never anything saying, well, we have, um, we also have this service for our teachers. We also have this service for our staff. Um, the principal he's doing the you see what i'm saying like it's, it's it has to be everybody together oh parents if you need this well you can come up during this time or you can log on through this time you see what i'm saying you just can't expect for um because this is why so much stuff is happening in the schools negative things because the children are lashing out all this bottle up energy which with their holding in at home. If you if you at home, you're hungry, you're not eating, you 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 haven't had lunch, you haven't had dinner, you had haven't had breakfast over the weekend, so you can't wait till Monday um to get to school. By this time, your psyche is all over the place. You see what I'm saying? These these children, they're coming in with the energies um from at home. And then bringing it into the school, and then every all the energies are just mixing in, and it's negative, and this causes the teacher, um, especially if that if they've had a relaxing weekend, you see what I'm saying? It causes everybody to just be off guard, be overboard, don't care, and so we have this um this this selfish thing about us, like if it don't have nothing to do with me, I don't care about it. Yeah, that's the American way. You can't be like that. If you if you trying to move forward in goodness, and everybody is not, so that's fine. But you can't be like that. And that's why I was saying, if you need help, you need to ask for it. Now, younger people, they don't know how to, at a certain age, they stop doing that. Because little people, younger people, babies, um, toddlers, um, little kids. They will ask for help. They will tell you what they need. But then when you get up in a certain age, 
it kind of just stopped and they start holding stuff in, bottling stuff in. And then when it is time to let out, it come out in all the wrong ways. Okay. So I just wanted to um put that out there. I had a situation also, some 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 legal advice. Hey, don't ever take a plea deal, especially if you're black. I don't don't do that. Um do some research if you're facing any type of legal issues where you may be put in a situation um where you have to go to prison do not take a plea deal you need to um exhaust all your resources but i heard that when when you when they give you a plea deal and you don't take it they get angry and throw the book at you during the trial and because black folks don't want to go and do um jury duty you usually don't have a jury of your peers so it's like damned if you do damned if you don't and it is like that and that needs to change but until that happens i'm telling you it's Cause if you if you go to if you take a plea deal and you could be like I did I did do this crime but I didn't do it like how you're saying um I did it but the charges against you are saying oh you did it this way so when you take the plea deal it's like I'm agreeing to what you're saying in your spirit you know uh uh I didn't do it like that no Ch try to exhaust all your resources now in we we have never been tried by our peers ever as long as black people have to go to work i don't i don't see how you can be tried by a jury of your peers okay and that's the thing it's not that um oh we don't want to go to jury duty it's can you afford to go to jury duty a lot of times well, you, can't, for me, you, have, you have these stay-at-home moms um who this this is exciting for them this is reality um tv for them to go and sit on a, a um a jury for a young black man who he doesn't have a criminal history he just ended up getting in trouble but because his life it don't have nothing to do with yours instead of giving them the minimum sentence i'm gonna give the maximum sentence because it's the maximum you know yeah, you need if you black, you need to be trying to sit on somebody's jury because if it was you in a situation, you'll want somebody who looked like you to sit on the jury in your favor. I I promise you it makes a difference. But we're not I'm doing sure it. it does, and therefore, how the cycle is going, it's it's just gonna keep going like that. But that's just like a tidbit information. No, if somebody telling you to take a plea deal. You need to you need to question why. You need to question why, okay? Because that's that's the easy way out. That's the easy way out, especially if you know deep down in your heart. No, I didn't do this. Like how I was saying, I was, I did it. How many innocent black people are in jail right now, or how <clears throat> many innocent black people are in jail for the maximum when the crime wasn't even that severe? True. Yeah, everybody. It's about self. Is if that don't have nothing to do with me, I don't have nothing to do with it. And I'm speaking in like you're not gonna be able to help everybody. But if it's if it's a situation that tugs at your spirit, then you need to answer it. You need to you need to answer it. It's somebody I know that I was trying to set up Gina with. Um, but she be acting real shady. He just got out of jail and he was in there for 32 months. And I just saw that he was in. He said he was in there for 32 months. No arraignment, 
no bun, not never went before the judge, and he just got out. Like they just let him out. They found like his rights just was violated. All and that's what he was like. He right. That's why he finna and he was like he finna sue and all this and that. And I'm like, that is crazy. And I'm quite sure they were asking him to do a plea and you know say you did this and say you did that, but he he didn't. You know what I'm saying? He he stayed in there. Like that kind of discipline, I don't know if I got. I might well just be like, just shoot me in the face because I'm not finna stay in here. But um, he. Uh -huh. They gonna say you can shoot yourself in the face before it's time for you to get sentenced because you you're gonna go to our prison. Right, that is true. That is true. So that could have yeah, been Gina Man, but she, you know, she 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 just be acting real thing. But okay, hmm. that's good, Michelle. You know what? Okay. Out of all the years um, I've known John, he's never tried to hook me up with somebody who has not went to prison, not went to jail, has <laughs> not been a womanizer, and who doesn't have a thousand kids. Hmm. I don't know if I give off the energy that I just want any old body. That may this be person is very nice. He may be feeding into that. I don't think that's the case, but you know, y'all. Y'all like twin flames sometimes, so I don't... Y'all keep uh, saying that this person is very nice, but this person is. was also not in jail when he told me about him, and he still never put it together. Right? Um, He was like, you sure she want to talk to me? Like, I'm a, I'm an industry-ass nigga. That's what he said to one of my friends about you. And then next thing you know, he was in the poking. Well, why you say, are you sure she want to talk to me? Because I had no idea that he existed. I told you that. Remember, I gave you... You told this man that I wanted to talk to him, and I didn't know him? I didn't tell him nothing, but... Did I tell... No, I didn't tell him that. You I know what? You know what? You didn't make it seem like I didn't stalk this man. I don't know I his name. You know I what? Didn't say, no, it wasn't like she wanted to talk to him. It was like they would be a good couple. Let's put them together. That's what it was. Look, either way it go, you was weak sauce. So it didn't you know happen. What? Don't worry about it. I, I, I'm just going to rely on the strength of the Lord to try and yes. help me out because your endeavors in the 50,000 years that we've been living have, have, have not proven. He could have been your man, but you chose otherwise. I chose mm. what? Freedom? Mm. <laughs> <I> like <laughs> that was funny and and there you go um friends listeners audience this is how i evoke conversation and energy Girl, so yeah. shantina is the only person in our group of friends that ever hooked me up with somebody Who? and how did that work out for you right shantina Tina. Who she hook you up with? Baby, don't mm. even worry about uh, it. Nobody. Whole... <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody. <laughs> you know he was what? a good guy. He he was definitely the kind of guy that I would date. He was Never a mind. funny country boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, nobody. <laughs> so, well, y'all just, just keep that in mind. Um, it's saying that um, it's saying that helping hand um, it's about to get very cold. Um, soul's about to be feeling very lonely. Mm -hmm. so, so open yourself up. Open yourself. Don't 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 close yourself out. Um, 
stop doing it. Just, <clears> just <throat> stop doing that. I want, I didn't want to see the hit the dog. Hey, that's Gina. You need oh, to say that to Gina. Lie, that's you, Gina. You don't do nothing. You don't go that's nowhere. You just <laughs> in the house. You in the closet all day. That's all you had. Like, get out of here, girl. Oh my god. <laughs> That's that's what I want. That's just what I want us to do. Let's be let's be out open. Ask for what you need. Say for say what you need. Say what I need you a want. million dollars. I want a million dollars. You should have got in on that blood wealth, right? But that's a whole. I nother. should have. I'm so sad that I. That's a whole another story. Um, but yeah. Thank y'all for listening to me on my episode, my October episode. Um. Girl, you know, we here. You know, it's my birthday. Uh, okay, Jenna, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> my birthday. Not talking about that. <laughs> my birthday. About my birthday. Oh, Ooh, I'm so excited. Michelle, why are you always so excited for your birthday? I'm curious. Because it's always been a celebration. Like when I was born, it was a celebration. How you know? Because my family told me. Um, mm. My daddy and my uncle, they got locked up and put out the hospital when I was born because they was drinking. They oh, was celebrating my birthday. Oh, nice. It's a, it's a party when I'm here. Okay, I'm here. honey. Let it ride. Let it ride. Let it ride. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, okay, the hell I'm talking about first up is this whole brown laundry is dead story. I believe it's a lie. Niggas knock out teeth every day and, and say they dead just so they can be living. They got a whole bunker under his parents' um, basement. I think he under there. I do not think this shit belongs to him. When he come walking out in fucking five years and y'all be like, John was right, don't even say it because I already told y'all ass. That's one. Next up, um, I know because it was weird how y'all been looking for this hole for weeks and the parents led you right to it. Oh, yeah, right minutes. there, right there, just right there. Like, oh, we know and, what part exactly he, his remains there. Okay, and okay, they found nine other fucking bodies in that area. What the fuck is going on? Or did Maybe. they? That that's that's just. They did. Yeah. They found nine other bodies. It was like five women and four men. Shit crazy, yo. It's some sick like, Try, try this shit on somebody that got a GED. I'm a college graduate. I do not believe that shit at all. This nigga is alive and he's he trying to avoid the culture. He's alive. He is very much alive. You find, you find that uh, his, what? They found his bones? That's what they saying? They said, I ain't even hear bones. I heard teeth. I ain't hear nothing about no bones. They, it was his body was badly decomposed. That's what they're what saying. Style? It ain't even been that long. For yeah, it has it has unless it was badly, by right. a bear. Get out of here with an alligator or big I watched too much CSI no, to know. It's, it's too early for <laughs> any of that. Right. Yeah. They know um, lastly, they know lastly, what he is. Lastly, <laughs> R.I.P. to Sarah Brown. Sarah Brown is, um, if y'all know me from school, one of my good friends, Ebony, is her, well, that's her mom. She's like one of my best friends from college, Georgia Southern. Her mom passed away um, this week. She was an amazing, amazing woman. She raised some amazing kids. I don't see how she did it because all them motherfuckers were hell on wheels, but she was, 
she was just so sweet. Um, but she was called home this week, and I just want to send special love to Ebony and her family because I know this is a very difficult time for her. She was such an amazing woman. Like she made me feel loved. Like when I first met her, every time I come home, she would bake me something. Just an amazing woman. So fly high, Mama Sarah. We love you so much. That's all I got. Michelle, what the hell are you talking about for the week? You know don't talk about my birthday. Oh, my God. It's the week. I can't it wait to November 1. My birthday is today, tomorrow, Monday, all the way until Halloween. Thank you. Go, Gina. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't talking about shit, okay? I ain't talking about shit, literally. And that's it. I want to I wanna hear about the, um, the what is called Atlanta Freak. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Not Atlanta Freak. That's not Atlanta until free. this uh weekend. I didn't told you, girl. Okay. Yeah, she gonna sorry. be less in the L. Keep on Oh, Gina, would you would you go into a swing? Like a I think I'm swing? about that swing, like a set swing life. I think I can get with it. Yeah, I would do a set swing. That's that's light work. John, but you the way to do that, you gonna have to go out and participate in it. Mm. Um, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. The door is closed. After last week's episode, so many people were like jumping in my DMs. I'm like, I can't believe you said that about black. You're not gonna date. Y'all can yeah. all sort my door. <laughs> and a lot like for real because y'all ain't supplying no niggas around here of quality so when you, you do that then you can say some shit to me okay how about that i know that's right Go i meant to say that to begin with like i can't stand motherfucker when you make that question you can't do that well um what are you showing to me? Stop me right and i ain't talking about in the line that bulldog okay <laughs> Well, that's a long line. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time, baby. Cause it be broke. <laughs> line be broke, baby. It's a lot of options in that line. You are so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. You is stupid. So yeah, that's it, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all purchase the hate on my merch. It is moving those hoodies. Did y'all order a hoodie yet? No, I want a tumbler. I you want a I want a uh, hoodie and a tumbler for my birthday. So oh, well, let me you know when you talk to one of y'all friends. You gotta talk. You gotta talk to one of y'all friends, baby. We y'all business okay. part, so we definitely not buying you no merch. <laughs> like get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> she is crazy. Um, my cash app is um dollar sign. Shelly Poo. Y'all can cash out me. I'm do, I'm looking for birthday cash out. Okay, City Goals. <laughs> City yeah. Goals. City Goals. Oh, happy for your birthday, Michelle. I love you. Well, you've been on this earth for 55 years and you still look good. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yikes. All right, y'all. We out. Bye, miracles and blessings. See y'all until Happy next birthday to me. Want to let us know what the hell you talking about? Email us your rants and topics to hear you talking about now at gmail.com. And make sure you follow our IG, Facebook, and YouTube page at Hear You Talking About Podcast. Now go on and hit that email and tell us what the hell you talking about.